0: Moika, welcome to Mastering Finland. This podcast shares stories of foreigners in Finland and provides practical tips and learning opportunities for all. Go ahead, join our community and enjoy listening to this episode. For more information, check our website, masteringfinland.com. All right, welcome back to the Mastering Finland podcast. I'm Matt, and today's episode has been a long time in the making which I I feel like I'm saying that a lot lately. Um, But this is going to be all about the metal music culture in Finland. And our guest today is Daphne Halomo, a psychologist, music lover, beer enthusiast, and adventurer from Mexico, who's now living in Helsinki. Welcome, Daphne.
1: Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. What a nice introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so flattered. (laughs) And yes, I'm so excited about being here talking about one of these uh, this topic that goes so close to my heart. Yeah. You
0: know, so, thank you. The reason that I invited you to come on was because you had you had reached out to Petra and and uh, a long time ago actually, and expressed how the music culture was was some was very heavy in your your desire to come to finland and you know we thought that it would be great to reach out to you and talk to you about this topic so that we could have somebody who really has some knowledge to bring into it and then also can share their story as well so
1: exactly yeah that's why i reached out
0: that's the reason why
1: not an expert or anything like that. <laughs> well, I think just about my personal view.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many people in the audience are big like metal music fans or whether they're just kind of curious. Um, so I think the the big fans hopefully they'll 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 be happy, but um I think we're also gonna be hopefully giving a lot of information to the people who are not as familiar and that's that's going to be good too, because it is really important to the Finnish culture and kind of Finland being recognized worldwide. uh, A lot of it has to do with music, especially metal music. So you know, without further ado, I want to get into, you know, giving you a chance to talk about uh, how you ended up in Finland and tell your story. And then we'll kind of talk a little bit more specifically about this topic of metal music. So I give you the mic.
1: Thank you. Well, yeah, if, if, I, if I can remember the exact year, I'm not sure about it, but I would say that it's definitely over 15 years ago, if not more than that, when I started to listen to all kinds of Finnish bands, starting with uh, the first one that I uh, it goes so close to my heart one more time. It's one of my favorite bands even nowadays because it represents something like it's very meaningful for me. You know, like I always say that is the reason why I ended up in this country. Uh, it's a power metal band that we will talk about it later. Um, the name is Zona Tartica. And um, that was the beginning, of course. Many other bands came on the way. But I remember that the main feeling for me and the main thought was, okay, when I realized that everything comes from the same part of the world and the exact same country, what do they put in the water <laughs> there? Or why? why is this? people so talented or how come that they can come up with all these lyrics because lyrics are very important for me and with these amazing melodies and with these amazing riffs and these compositions that get 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 me they get me they get to my heart they they make me feel something you know like so i ended up coming here to discover what's going on over there that 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 makes me feel in this way on the other side of the world you know so that's how everything started i ended up uh, visiting finland in 2016 many years later when i was able to to save enough money to afford that trip and well i i can't say that i found the answers that i was looking for and i was lucky enough to engage in conversations with the locals with musicians as well with I had the chance to to attend some gigs and to visit the, the main, most important bars, venues in Helsinki, in Rovaniemi in the north. Um, so, so yeah, it was like a lovely experience. It was enlightening. It opened up my eyes to, to this world. Of course, traveling abroad is important, but specifically for me, when it comes to the music, even nowadays, the, the traveling, it, it always regards, okay... What's happening in this country that talks to me when it comes to music, to heavy metal? So, yeah, I think that's, that's, the, that's the main story. And, well, everything escalated from there, from that um, journey that I started in 2016. Um, I, I met this Finnish guy. So that's like the second part of, of my story. I ended up in Finland uh, because we were together back in the time. Uh, things didn't work out. But um, but I'm very happy. I'm still here. <laughs> like, of course, it was like my biggest passion is still motivating me to continue my my journey in this country. So I studied my master's in psychology here in Helsinki as well. And well, the the gigs the gigs and are like um, my hobby. Let's say it like that. Like, well, it kind of sounds like it's I'm belittling how how important this is when I just call it a hobby, but it's like my most important activity besides work and, um, other, other, um, how can I say it? Like, I don't know, daily activities, <laughs> like the music, the music is always the most important part of my life.
0: It's almost like breathing or your, the blood in your system. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. I cannot do anything without my music. It's like, it's part of who I am, basically. It's, the, i always say that the music describes me and describes my mood uh depending on how i'm feeling and depending on what i'm doing or depending on where i'm going it's the type of uh, a band genre or just like the, the kind of melody that i want to listen to you know
0: so so yeah all right that's great well thanks for sharing all that uh, I think that what we wanted to talk about first is we kind of we, we came up with like five of these major bands that have been heavily influential for metal music and for Finland's recognition. And those bands are uh, Stradivarius, Children of Bodum, uh, Nightwish, him and Apocalyptica, and so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go through and just briefly talk about each one of those and kind of give some recommendations for people who want to check them out, and and then we'll get we'll get a little bit more into everything else too, <laughs> but uh, we can start with that. So I guess we can go in the order of like sort of when they were established, which would take us to Stradivarius first. They they were uh, first conceived back in 1984 as Black Water. And they were like that for about a year. Uh, they're a power metal band. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about what, favorite. <laughs> what power metal is uh, a little bit later. And it's from uh, yeah, they were formed in Helsinki uh, in 1985. They changed the name to Stradivarius, which I think is um uh, is like a word that me. It's like another word for Stratocaster, like um, like with the the Fender guitar.
1: Yeah. As far as I remember, it was like a combination of two words. They just wanted to create a catchy name. So it was yeah. like a stratocaster with something various, the ending of some other word. Like yeah. just <laughs> this mixed. So it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> if you looked for yeah. it in the dictionary, it doesn't really mean anything. And if you ask them, it's like it doesn't have an actual meaning, the word. It's just like they come up, they came up with something catchy. Or that's right, a right, right. The <laughs> yes yes, but it definitely is uh, an important one when it comes to power metal. I was saying that this is one of my favorite ones with um it's part of the those bands that I listened to many years ago that totally totally felt uh and sounded different for me and and the melodies as well it's it's important to say that uh, the musicians uh from this band they have established their they're very like uh, their their own style, like this very particular sound and and the yeah. style when it comes to to the keyboard, for example, and to the to the to the guitar player, the Timo Torchi, the, the original guitar player. He has established his own sound that's been replicated. and like many, many times around the world, you know when when a band wants to sound like them, you can tell like, okay, yeah. they are trying to sound like a Virus, like definitely. And the same when it comes to the to the keyboards, you know, like of course they have had some changes throughout time and um, the the uh, current keyboard player uh, Jens, Jens Johansson uh, he used to play for for Rainbow, if I remember correctly, yeah, Richie Blackmore's Rock Project Rainbow and mm-hmm. his style has also been replicated like many, many times you know, he's a very talented person so yeah, they have very very important and talented musicians finnish musicians in this band
0: and the keyboard tends to be pretty uh pretty stand out in power metal like really taking that instrument and using it to its fullest potential you know um that's that's something that you'll you'll kind of hear as being part of the sound and actually i think keyboards are probably in a lot of these um these genres of metal that we're going to be talking about in the Finnish um, sphere, at least.
1: Yeah, that's, that's funny now that you mentioned it because I, I was not able to understand that years ago. And like nowadays, even like when I talked with people from other countries, like for example, with uh, people from Sweden, like Swedish people tell me, oh yeah, these keyboards, these are Finnish keyboards. They have told me, <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, these Finnish keyboards. Now, like, what's that? And I'm like, you know like the, the style, and I'm like, ah, sure, you know, like, and they are trying to like convey this message that this has a particular a specific sound that you can right. recognize anywhere. And you know that it's Finnish music or they are trying to emulate this mm-hmm. Finnish style of playing, you know, so, so yeah, that's, that's quite interesting. And when it comes to power metal, like we cannot forget that it has to be like outstanding as well. It's the vocals. You have mm-hmm. to remember the vocals and the style of the vocals. And these like really um, high pitch sometimes like of vocals. And when it comes to that, like uh, uh, Timo Cotipelto, the, the, the singer is as well, like will well, well recognize, you know, like his voice, his style, his um. Uh, I don't know it's just like well you listen to a song by him and you can immediately say like well, it's him you can right. immediately recognize him it's like uh memorable his style as well
0: Yeah and and you had mentioned that uh you know the members have changed I think that that's probably going to be a theme for everybody we're going to talk about but Members yeah. have changed over the years. I mean, th- they've been around for you know going on forty years, but uh, nobody from the original lineup is still in the band. And the longest, yeah. the longest running guy though has been is Timo Lotipelto, and he
1: he joined in ninety
0: four, so he's the longest standing member. Yeah, uh, for <laughs> you know quite quite some time, and during the eighties and nineties. Uh, they became one of the most influential power metal bands in the world, and they're often listed among like the biggest, like three or four power metal bands. Uh, I think people talk about Blind Guardian a lot as well, and maybe Halloween, but I think Stradivarius usually gets gets mentioned by uh, the big power metal like fans. And certainly, when you look at other power metal bands of today and stuff, I, I'm sure they all have Stradivarius as, as an influence.
1: Totally. I, I do believe that totally. And for me, it's the same if you would ask me. For me, the first three bands that pop up immediately when it comes to power is Halloween, of course, from Germany. And like right away, Stratolarius, you know, like it's, it's just yeah. so important. Like uh, it's so meaningful as well. And the third one, as I said, like okay, we are not going to talk about them in depth. That is Zona Tartica. It's also um, a band from Finland, from the north, from Kenya. Yeah, and they also have a very particular sound and catchy melodies and riffs that are well remembered. Of course, this is a very like arguable topic because um, in in the same um, way that the um, the lineup has changed in in each one of these bands, the sound has shifted too throughout the yeah. years. So of course, like for many people, probably this is not how power metal is supposed to sound anymore and like it's so arguable this topic. So so yeah that's that's also a different a different conversation. But as far as far as they have categorized themselves, <laughs> it's power metal.
0: Yeah. And of course uh when one of the original founders was Timo Toki and he he left the band in 2008, and he agreed uh a, to sign over the rights to the name so that the band could continue as Stradivarius. But he says that he's regretted that because he didn't feel that the band as it was at that point was the same creatively. So they, it really should have, he should have been able to keep the name with himself because that he considered the, the music to be his, his work and everybody who was left was, was really a different band at that point. So, but I think, uh, the next one that we should talk about is probably uh, we could well we could go with uh, with him I guess because they formed in Helsinki in ninety one and that's of course Ville is is the main the main guy uh, him and uh, Mikko Paninen uh, they they formed him actually as his infernal Majesty. Uh, they broke up a few years later in 95. Um, so uh, Villa Valo uh, started up uh, a band again with Mikko Lindstrom, and they just went by the abbreviated hymn. Um, of course, other members have come and gone. And uh, so anyway, it was what, 2001 to 2003, they had uh, Deep Shadows and Brilliant Highlights, and then Love Metal came out uh, a couple years it, 2003, I think, and it charted really, really well uh, globally and allowed them to be able to start touring globally. So that's when they first kind of hit in um, places like the United States and, and uh, big parts of Europe and stuff. So they were able to really get out of this part of the world and go around. And um, Dark Lights uh, in 2005 was their most successful album and then 2007, him became the first Finnish group to receive a gold record in the U.S. And the same year, uh, Venus Doom made it to number 12 in the American charts, which is the best that him ever charted in the U.S. Uh, now, there's a kind of a tragic uh, personal life of, of Valo that he he had a lot of issues that he was dealing with his own little demons, which created some great music, but it also made it difficult for him to continue creatively with the band. So he ended up leaving in two thousand fifteen. He was replaced by Yuka Kroger, but uh, a couple of years later, the band just ended
1: yeah. because
0: Vili Valo is basically the—he's the heart and soul. Totally. He's the heart of Graham and soul of of him. <laughs> yeah, totally. And
1: uh and also Val- Valo's personality I think as well, like it's Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like the whole definition of the front man. Like uh, you remember him because of Valo. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. I mean, think like that. So he he, he now is uh, performing with uh with the band Agents and they yeah. do kind of like more traditional uh, Finnish songs, and also like just kind of like good, like good old rock and roll and like blues and stuff. And actually, I got to see them uh, at Pori Jazz a couple years ago. It was really cool. And they do they do some uh, some hymn covers as well. So hymn is like one of the. I mean, out of all the Finnish artists ever, they're like the twenty fifth best selling. Artists. Yeah. Um, and
1: it's, it's worth to mention that they also reached a different audience around the world in the sense that, for example, the first band that we mentioned, Stratovarius, uh, is uh, probably for a uh, like different niche. Uh, you know, like it's a, a little bit more, it's a little bit heavier, let's say it like mm-hmm. that. And um, him is, uh, they came up with this style that is kind of golf, it's kind of Uh, Emo, probably Mm -hmm. way more romantic in the lyrics and the melodies, and way more, way softer in that sense. So they reached a different audience. And uh, of course, like, worth to mention as well, that's why they called their uh, own genre. They called their music specifically love metal. What they do, what they did, you know? So that's also important. Like, love metal, that tells you a lot. And and they came up with the idea of the pentagram like a heartgram, gram because yeah. they are romantic. They are, they are inspired by love and by uh, these kinds of uh, themes, broken hearted and, 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 and all kinds of melodies that uh, relate to to a, a different feeling for probably something that we wouldn't find in with other bands. Like, I think yeah. that's one of the biggest differences.
0: So well, and yeah, I mean, I think, like you were talking about uh the goth and and emo uh culture and how how like they really um kind of I don't want to say completely like redefined, but they definitely did add something to to that and really influenced what became that whole like emo explosion of what the like the early 2000s,
1: yeah and way my, more mainstream too way yeah, more. Mainstream. And,
0: and Thank I'll give him. I'll give a shout out to my friend Chris uh, Chris Gast of the Cast. You can check out the Cast mm-hmm. if you're into toy collecting, uh, and he him is his favorite band ever. And actually, his cat's name is Valo <laughs> after Vallo. Um, although Great. I think he pronounces it Valo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I let's just we'll change change a little bit with the sound here and go to Children of Bodom. Uh, mm mm-hmm. mhm fantastic. Now this this is this is this has a you know there's a lot to say about this band because they they also have really have a, have had a heavy influence um, on the metal genre in general I think is really but they were formed in 93 in Espo. Originally they were called Inearthed, And mm-hmm. uh the late Alexi Lotto who who unfortunately passed away was it
1: Alexi Laiho.
0: Laiho. <laughs> L- uh-huh. Am I saying it wrong? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
1: um, okay. No worries. Uh,
0: usually I'm I'm am i I'm better about saying these Finnish names, but yeah. Okay, so he he's vocalist, guitarist. Unfortunately he passed away uh was it two years ago or last year? It feels like one whole it's year last, now.
1: It's last winter, so That's almost winter, okay. one, one year ago almost one yeah. year ago. He passed. Uh, unfortunately this it was, this made the news everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. It was a huge loss for the, for the industry, for the heavy metal industry. Like,
0: right. Exactly. Like,
1: it amazes you to realize that with how many people, producers, musicians around the world he had worked with.
0: So. Exactly. He, um, well he, he formed the band with uh Yasko Ratikainen, Hinka Sepala, who is the bassist, uh Yasko was drummer, um, Janne Vierman on keyboards, and Daniel Feberi, I guess is how you'd say who is a rhythm guitar. Um and of course, creative,
1: so it's hard to help you with the
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Um of course the band's name comes from uh the unsolved mi- murders uh at at Lake uh, Bodham in in Espoo where uh two 15-year-old girls and an uh 18-year-old guy were uh stabbed to death in a tent um Yep. I think that there's even like an urban legend about their souls or something being in the lake. And if you yeah. go to the lake at a certain time or something, I I, I can't remember what I've heard, but um, that's kind of a cool thing. Um, they are the 73rd best-selling Finnish artist. <laughs> so they're in the yeah. top 100. But yeah. they're, super, like, like I said, super influential to the metal genre in general. And of course, after Alexei passed away, the entire metal world was paying tribute. And yeah, yeah it was global news. It was, you know... Almost every band I can think of, I was seeing them putting up a video of them doing a cover or some kind of a tribute. Uh, even even uh, people who aren't even in the metal genre. So, just to give an idea of how extremely influential uh, the band has been to to metal and to even just to music in general. Um, and
1: one one more time, like yeah, it resembles uh, the case of Ville Levalo. That Alexi Laiho. <laughs> it's like you cannot think on about children of, of Bottom Bodom without Alexi, because it was his band. He 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 wrote, he produced, he played the guitar. He like the mm-hmm. most memorable riffs are Alexi's totally, right. and like um, everything the style. He was the frontman. It was Alexi's project. Like, uh, yeah. Just like that, you know. They, I think, even if they would have wanted to continue, this was not possible. Of course, they had decided already to to split up. Uh, I think yeah. a little bit earlier, like some months earlier, not more than two, three months earlier, you know, before this tragedy would happen. So mm-hmm. yeah. Unfortunately, that was that was the end, and he was already, if I remember correctly, he he already had a another project um, with uh, two of the musicians original like originally from from children. They were already starting a different project, but of course that 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 didn't um, that didn't continue for obvious reasons. Yeah, and worth to mention as well when. It was, if I remember correctly, 2015, when he arranged here in Helsinki, this 100 electric guitars from hell, 100 guitars from hell or or something like that. Um, And he invited, well, musicians around the world and specifically from Finland as well uh, to play, to play with him, play along. It would have been fantastic to to see that live, but i arrived here in 2016 so i didn't have the chance to
0: actually yeah that would have been awesome all right well the last two bands are both symphonic metal bands uh so apocalyptic uh, formed in 93 and of course they are they are composed of uh there's a jazz drummer and then three classically trained cellists i can't tell my own handwriting here <laughs> um and uh and the drummer is Mikosiren. so um they actually started out doing metallica covers yeah and it sort of was a gimmick you know to do like a, a metallica cover as this classical uh sort of piece but it actually turned into a, a legitimate genre, you know, with this like neoclassical um, metal and symphonic metal that they they've written their own stuff, and they still have a lot of popularity from the cover songs that they've done, not just Metallica, but some other big bands too. And by the way, him did the same thing. Their early stuff they got they got big by doing you know covers of songs like Wicked Game and things like that. So um, we're going to talk about Nightwish in a second, and Night Nightwish is kind of credited with like. Pioneering symphonic metal, but I think what what uh, Apocalyptica did, and it kind of took—I think it took a little bit more time for this to happen because I think that they sort of worked together on this. I think that the symphonic metal explosion uh, probably allowed Apocalyptica to get a lot bigger than they were at first because uh, because that became such a popular genre, but they. They were—they really gave like a new perspective to the to that genre because they had um, they had the classical instruments be the star. Because having the the orchestral uh, uh, instruments be part of the composition was you know is kind of one of the defining factors. But and for for them to be like this is the cello and this is what I can do with it you've seen over the years lots and lots and lots of similar kind of people doing this where it's like, uh, you know, they're doing it with a cello or they do it with, uh, you know, violin or something like that. you got like yeah. Lindsey Sterling and people like yeah. that who just, you know, they really, they, they make the, the, the instrument takes center stage instead of it just being like guitars or, or even vocals. Cause a lot of the, these are, are instrumental. So.
1: Um yeah, they yeah. definitely set set the precedent for these kinds of uh this new uh stance when it comes to heavy metal. That is like, okay, we can we can we can combine, you know, like our classical influences and our also our um our classical uh views and also our classical um well studies as well because they they are like um how do you say it what is the word that i'm looking for Um, they graduated they graduated from the sibelius academy so of course uh, yeah you can tell that yeah that this was very important because it was a cornerstone it was a new stance when it comes to heavy music Uh, that's why it's been emulated right after they uh, they made something they created something Something totally fresh, totally new, and something that maybe people wouldn't have thought that could could become in such a successful thing. You know, like nobody would have thought that classical music, and specifically cellos, who would have thought that cellos and playing Metallica and making Metallica covers. Like, I remember the first time that I listened to this, like if it was yesterday, and um, that my brother introduced me to this music. I was like, okay, what what is this fantastic thing that it sounds so beautiful. It's so beautiful, but at the same time, it's heavy. (laughs) And and you could see like the recordings back in the time when I didn't have the chance to see them live, of course, when I was in Mexico. And (laughs) it was so crazy to see the people head banging to the rhythm of the song, even though it was classical music, or it sounded more to something uh, softer and that you would usually or regularly you wouldn't get that excited, or you wouldn't like headbang, or you wouldn't mush to the rhythm of a cello.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, that was that was something new, and it was something so special, and definitely gave them the chance to start creating their own. Once this uh, was accepted or well received by the community, because I I think that was um that was a, a brilliant idea to start with covers, especially like such successful and important covers in the heavy metal industry and in the mainstream heavy metal industry like Metallica.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, last but certainly not least, we have Nightwish, which they formed in ninety six. Uh yeah, also the most, the uh, they, most important they, one I would say. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely um are the most commercially successful of the of the ones we're talking about. Um yeah. So again, symphonic metal band, they are from Kitee, which is on the Russian border, Eastern Finland. Tuomas Halopainen is the lead songwriter, and he's also the keyboardist. And he really is, um, as far as the, the music and and everything, you couldn't have the band without him. Uh uh voranin was a guitar player uh at the time and dari Turinen, who is like an, just an amazing vocalist she's you know classically trained operatic uh soprano singer she also uh really defined the sound of the band i think like i as a big fan of nightwish i i probably almost everything that i would recommend to people is all the stuff with Taria as the vocalist, like nothing against uh, Annette or, or Flora especially, because they're, they're still good, but they they don't ha- they're not as you know they can't do what Taria could do. so and it does change how things sound, which of course, you know, different members have come and gone as well. and then when Taria left in 2005, she was replaced very briefly, really, what five years or something, uh, by a Swedish singer, Annette Olson. And then since then, which has been almost ten years now, uh, Dutch singer Flor Janssen has has been the lead singer, and it it really does it really does change the sound um, with the vocals. But I think that um, because Flor has been there for so long, anything that they are doing now, like that's basically their sound. Like she's she's an integral part of of how modern Nightwish sounds, but. I think that if, if uh, Tuomas ever were to leave the band, there would be, it, it just wouldn't be able to be the same, because you know so much of, of it comes from, from his vision and everything. Um, yeah,
1: And in this case, like it's not like, uh, for example, like with him or with Children of Bodom that we can say that, oh, he's the front man, definitely. It's, this is not the case. Uh, Definitely, it's not about Tuomas' personality as such. It's more about him being the head of the band. He's the creator. It's his band. Period. So I think the day that he decides to like finish the project, that's it. You know, like because he's the boss. Yeah. (laughs) That's basically it. He has. uh, If the band has shifted their the the style, the, the the sound. It's his decision. And so, yeah, that's also important to mention. Um, and and yeah, I, I agree with you. I love all the singers that have participated so far with Nightwish. Uh, they are all incredibly talented and they all have their own and very unique style. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and Flora Jensen, oh my God, she makes me cry. She sings like the angels, but definitely... For me, Taria Turunen, she's my goddess. I cannot be objective when it comes to this because for me, she's wow. When I have seen her live, I cry, like I I just can't help it, you know. But it's probably I don't know. As I said from the very beginning, for me, there are some bands and some musicians and some also some albums and some eras when it comes to the bands that for me are like they represent something very particular in that. A specific moment of my life. So, for me, Taria is one of those. And Nightwish, when Taria was with them, is one of uh, those very, you know, mm, touching and moving things in my life. So, so, yeah, like, she's something else. Like, for me, Nightwish is not the same without her, for me.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. a
1: very personal and very particular view and and yeah of course i instead of following nightwish what i do is uh, uh, follow taria i follow her, <laughs> her her solo projects and and every time that she comes to helsinki and when she has had their her um christmas concerts i go and see her because it's a unique experience as well to listen to that <laughs> woman live and in an acoustic set and yeah. in a church with a, with the with a church's acoustic you know oh yeah something else
0: right 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 okay so um i wanted to say that finnish culture and metal music go together like salmiaki and ice cream (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is a total delicacy here um so let's talk about how heavy metal and finnish culture are entwined so like you 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 mentioned uh, in in the beginning of this that you know you you had thought is there something in the water, you know, which is, I think a lot of people say, have, have the same question. Is there something in the water here? Um, I mean, the water is very good. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, but, but I do think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do think, you know, the winters here are long, they're dark, they're cold, there's high, higher levels of depression and I think that does have an element to what's going on because these emotions that are, that are filling everybody, the music is a great way to express those emotions. Uh, because, you know, it's, a, it, you know, the stereotypical thing about Finnish people is that they, they don't know how to express emotions or they express them in a very different way. And so... I think that that also kind of goes into you know being able to write it into a song and perform it and get it out through this you know aggressive guitar playing or screaming or or you know growl whatever and just have have anything like that or as you know when we talk about something like power metal that tends to be more uplifting and positive but it still has that energy and it still any kind of music is going to be expression so you're getting something out so i think that it it just kind of works that way i i i have heard people say that finnish metal bands they were really the first to make it out you know on a global level get out of finland and really become popular and that's really one of the reasons why it's such a big thing now because Finland really embraced that recognition and they, they liked having people know who, you know, be interested in what, what's this Finland, this place? Didn't know what this was before. Oh, now it's, oh, it's where all that metal music comes from. And I mean, they a lot of, a lot of people in Finland have really embraced that, whether they're a, a fan of the music or not. They, they appreciate being recognized and, and having people want to experience their country and their culture. Uh, and if it if it's because of music, then all all the more power to it, you know, and also, of course, the highest number of metal bands per capita are in Finland by by quite a bit. Depending on where you look, it's somewhere it's somewhere in like the 50 per 100,000, uh, which, of course, based on the population of Finland, which is about five and a half million, you're approaching about 3000 metal bands in Finland. So it may not sound like a lot but again with the per capita it's a small country. Yeah. Um, okay. so that's that's a lot of bands that are are making this music and and really you know they have a lot of success both in Finland in this region of the world and with bands like we were talking about Nightwish globally. And certainly even if they're not getting the uh, popularity and and recognition themselves they are heavily influencing other bands that are popular. So people know Finnish bands, Finnish music, Finnish metal uh, in particular.
1: And how it sounds one more time. Like a very particular way of doing things. But yeah, talking about this, um, I was thinking how in general, and it comes with the average, let's say, or the um, stereotypical Finnish personality, How humble they are and how hard for them is to actually acknowledge their own success around the world. But when it comes to music and when it comes to heavy metal, they have learned to embrace it and to uh, create even like um, to, to recognize that, okay, there has to be some exposure and there has to be like some way to highlight this. You know, mm-hmm. So I think that I appreciate that a lot. I love it. I actually, like, I remember when I made it to the Helsinki University, when they accepted me to study my master there, and when I got the newsletter and one of the first emails that came along with a welcome and so on and so forth, It was this kind of like summary on the things that you are supposed to learn or supposed to know when you are coming to Finland. Because obviously they are sending this to everyone, not only Mm -hmm. to the newcomers. And I was already living here. You know, I had been living here for two and a half years or so. But I received this. And one of the first things that caught my attention, I was like, yes, this is the reason why I live here. And this is the university. It was like, this is a playlist by Helsinki University, listen to it. Our biggest export or one of us of our biggest exports around the world is the heavy music. So this is it, listen to it, enjoy it, get to know what we like, what we do, what we make, what we produce here. So I just like love that. And especially when I started to listen to that, like uh, these this, this bands that we are talking about, they were all there, of course. And also, plus these bands that I love as well, and that I've been listening to for about, like, uh, one more time, 10, 15 years or more. Mm -hmm. So when I saw that, for me, it was such a touching moment, you know, like, okay, this this moved me because it, like, intertwined with my main reason and my biggest passion. Like, uh, the fact that now I'm living here, and that now I have the chance to do different things. Mm-hmm. but it, it comes back it always comes back to the same that yeah yes this is it and and yeah it's just fantastic because it is important and also for for new students and and newcomers to get to know what's this about it's yeah. part of the culture you can really help is it. you cannot help it and and i always say this to the people like it's the same like with the Finnish language. Probably you don't, you cannot speak right away fluently or you cannot speak it at all, but at least mm-hmm. learn some words and try to engage with it. It's the same with the music. If you are coming here, try to understand what people love because most of the people are into heavy metal here, which is fantastic. At least I'm talking people from my generation. Of course, I cannot talk about younger generations. I can't but people from my generation upwards like they are into heavy metal so i think it's important to to get into that mindset as well in order to culturally understand your surroundings you know so so yeah that's one thing and what you were mentioning about the that culture and metal music they they go together like salmiaki and ice cream and so on and about the long and dark cold winters uh, the lack of light like Right now, just like during November, we are going through this, you know, like yeah. we don't have to go too far. Like I just look at look, look at my left and it's all gray. Like yeah. I can see the view through the window and it's gray. That's it. That's what we that's what that's what Finland has to offer this time of the year. And it just gets darker and darker and darker. And that's the reality, you know, But uh, I think that's why they are able to convey also these kinds of feelings. And not only in Finland, let's talk about the Nordics in general, uh, mm-hmm. but they are able to convey these feelings and these views, you know, when it comes to the to the winter time and the uh, shadowy time of the year, the gloomy time of the year, the saddest time of the year. So, of course, they, they it, it comes natural. It's like they are channeling those views and those um, emotions through the music, right. so uh, I think that's why it's even more authentic. And I'm not saying that some bands, because I know that we have many good bands in Latin America, uh, many heavy metal bands, but uh, it's it's not the same. I'm I'm sorry, it's not the same. Like when you go through this, and I always say the same: when you go through when you go through this every winter, believe me, after five years of living here. Like you tend to see life in a different way and you actually feel the winter time. You feel it. You yeah. don't experience it, you feel it. You know. It's like it 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 gets you. You cannot help it. So I think you can sense that through Finnish music and through their lyrics and and those emotions that, that they are really good to to um convey through what they do.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: I think what it's, what it's worth to highlight is, like, um, the fact, uh, I don't know how personal this view is, but the fact that um, the most important bands are those that are, like, very well-known or most popular, like, for example, in my case, on the other side of the world, in Latin America, what I can say, um, are those that are in, embedded in folk, folk metal, power metal, symphonic metal, and uh, melodic death metal. That is a subgenre genre of, of death metal. Mm-hmm. And this last one is precisely the, the one that I was uh, trying to describe when it comes to the winter time and when it comes to the gloomy time of the year. Like that genre like, says it all, the melody and the lyrics. And the others... Um, I think those are like uh, quite mainstream. So those are easiest the easiest to spot. Like of course symphonic metal, we have talked a lot about them already. The most important ones we have mentioned them, Apocalyptica Nightwish Hymn. Um and when it comes to power, also those are very well known by every metal head on the other side of the world, Straterius, Sonatartica, mm-hmm. and uh, I think one that is very like, it's like, I don't know, for me, it's very important to mention because they they sing in Finnish language and still they have crossed boundaries. They have crossed uh, borders. It's a Terras Betoni, that it's also a power metal band. So that one is like, it's included here in this power metal uh, classification. And for me, it's something so crazy that people are into that, even though they cannot understand the language on the other side of the world. And uh, last but not least, folk metal. Uh, of course, Fintrol and Siferum, that's huge. Uh, Turezas, that's huge as well. But one more time, when it comes to the language that transcends everything, it's Korpiklani. Because nobody, nobody is able to understand what they are singing. And especially because they sing in this very like old, uh, traditional, antique uh, way of speaking Finnish you know Mm -hmm. so even for Finnish people it's like okay this is not how we speak they are they are using all kinds of words that we rarely do or that you only see in books or in like uh like in in story in books or in storytelling uh or on on all kinds of fairy tales or like folk stories or mythology like they are using those that that kind of vocabulary and, and, still,
0: and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that has made it on the other side of the world, you know, so the people don't, don't mind that they can't, they are not able or they cannot understand what they are uh, motion to, or that what they are uh, like um, uh, dancing to, you know? So it, it, this is so important to say like, okay, this is um, one of the most important most influential uh, folk bands and still, People don't don't understand the lyrics. They just yeah. feel it, and that's the most important thing. But yeah, I would I would highlight those those four uh, subgenres. I think they they are for me at least. They they speak. They talk loudly when it comes to Finnish music.
0: Well, that's great. I mean, I think I always say that music is like a universal language. You know, and exactly. And- and it's it's something that really can bring people together, and and even if there's no lyrics or you can't understand the lyrics, uh, there's something about music that, like I said, is universal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I you've kind of already started talking a little bit about about the you know this influence around the world, um, and specifically in you know Latin America where you're from. Uh, I'll just let you kind of talk about that because. You know, it's in general you can say that this Finnish metal music has really had an influence on people around the entire globe. You could go to any country and find a person who is interested in this kind of genre of music, and they're always going there's always going to be some Finnish band that they're gonna list because it, it's reached them and it's influenced them. But specifically where you come from I'll let you talk about all that. So go right ahead. Yeah,
1: I think I can start with uh, <clears throat> this that we've been mentioning uh, a couple of times already, that how how music is a, is a worldwide language, how it transcends everything and how music unites people, you know, and especially when we can talk about like such a counterparts or such opposite views of the world and how different the cultures are when it comes to Latin America or to Mexico, for example, where I come from. And when we talk about Finland, it's like literally two different worlds. And it's incredible how this has uh, bring us together, you know It brings people together. and even though like uh, for example, in the case of Korpiklani one more time, like people that are not able to understand what they are singing. They are digging this music in particular, you know. Mm-hmm. And we are very passionate in general when it comes to anything. Like when we like something, where I come from, when we like something, we go for it completely. Like we we just let ourselves go. And I think when it comes to heavy metal, it's um what it allows to the outcasts to to find. Their own, and that's very important to mention. That we find our own people in the mm-hmm. gigs. We find our own people when it comes to the to metalheads. When it comes to festivals. When it comes to the things that we know that only those um, this niche is going to be there. Those who enjoy the same that I enjoy, you know. And and I think that's um. It's the same when it comes to Finnish bands. Like people immediately spot me. And in social media, it's like, ah, you live there and you live there because you like the music that I like. Immediately we connect. It's like we have so much in common already. We have so much to talk about because uh, one more time, it's a passion. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of living. So yeah, it's it's, it's amazing how it works. And at the same time, for me, it's a guarantee that, yeah, I will get along with this person because it's it's something that gives us so much to to talk about and so much to experience together you know so that's like a, like a, um, broadly what i could say about this topic but um yeah i don't know like what else we could add about it
0: <laughs> let's uh, i mean it's it's just really interesting that well i mean we we've already talked about it like i like like we both have said it with the you know the the fact that it tra- uh the music transcends language and everything else and it can it can just really uh really speak to people and and reach them in a way that you know it doesn't matter that people have no idea what the words mean or anything it's yes they still understand what the song is trying to say they still understand what the music is trying to say and it and it creates a response so um, yeah, there's plenty of music out there that I don't know the words to either. or I don't, I don't understand the language, but I really like listening to it because it makes me feel a certain way, you know?
1: Yeah. So, and, and it's, Yeah. It's so interesting how it works. And especially one more time when it comes to Finland. And um, I think for many people, uh, they experience the same that I did many years ago and specifically five years ago. Many people want to come here just because of the music. The music leads to read more about the country, to um, get interested in the culture, in the people, in a different world. So it's like, I just want to go there to see what's going on. I am so attracted. Why is this drawing me? Why is this like so appealing for me? If it's at the same time, so alien and so far away to who I am, or it's so literally so far away to the place where I was raised and born, you know, so what is this? So I think it's so interesting in in the way that that, um, uh, in the way that that works. And at the same time, that's why the Finnish bands, they, they know, they know, like when I have had the chance to talk with the musicians, they know that going to Mexico, going to Latin America, going to South America, it's, it's a success they are going to be successful they are going to be well received they are going to be passionately well received you know and it's at the same time a little bit scary of course (laughs) because we tend to be sometimes a little bit too crazy but but on the other hand it's a new experience for them too like i had never seen such passionate and such crazy audience and such like you know like they are willing to give it all when we are on the stage. they are giving you so much energy, and they are like um so into what you are doing as musician, you know when they tell me these stories so so yeah it's it's fantastic how it works, and I've seen it and i've I've been in both sides like um a little bit earlier when when we were joking that now you are becoming Finnish. I feel the same that every now and then I'm like less and less um." Or I try really hard, consciously, to be less um, excited, or to be less crazy, or to be less like um, loud, because I know that instead of I like, causing a good reaction or like uh, it, they, it will scare them.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: try to control myself and I try to be like really polite and and like um, but my approach is um, not so crazy not so loud not so i don't know like in a way that they also feel like okay i'm appreciated and and she likes my music but she's not going to pull my clothes and rip out whatever that i'm wearing you know (laughs) because we can do that on the other side of the world but i've been there and i also know how it feels that okay we have this person is traveling from the other side of the world and this is the first time that i have the chance to see them live and mm-hmm. probably I will never do that again, right so I need to take my chances so yeah it's it's how it works. the mentality is completely different, but at the same time, I repeat like it's it's how beautiful how this unites how this unites people,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely and of course, you know we are talking about music, and in the past when i've I've had a music theme to the to the episode, I have been able you know, i've had a musician on who's able to play a song we have the yeah. you know the permission to do it in this case uh we would be violating copyright uh to to do that so what we've decided yeah. to do instead is create um, a playlist that we'll share so uh we don't have to talk too much about it except that it's going to include songs from the five bands that we talked about and then an a whole bunch of others that we think are important Finnish metal bands uh it's sh- it should be appealing to all different kinds of uh fans of of metal i think and yes. that'll be in the description um and i think if if we have nothing else then that kind of <laughs> does it but i want to really thank uh, Daphne for coming on and talking about this. This was really fun. Great discussion. We talked for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and, we did. And we could have, we could have gone on for much longer, I think. Um but hopefully uh maybe maybe this is something we could we could have another episode in the future about and talk even more about it. Um so yeah just really appreciate you uh coming on and, and doing this.
1: Yeah. Thank you and I guess uh, thank you for the invitation. And I think just to summarize how um, Mexican and Finnish talent have joined forces, like there are two very good examples here, in, in one based in Helsinki and one based in Turku. Uh, in Helsinki, we have this project called Ultima that uh, obviously has like Finnish musicians and Mexican musicians. Uh, more specifically from Monterrey, if I'm not mistaken, they just like released an album this year. And the other one in Turku is World, World Burn. And they also released an EP the last year. So I think it's fantastic to see how that works. That now, like, actually people who are huge fans of Finnish heavy metal are coming here and they are trying to make it. And they are also trying to prove as well that Latin American talent. Uh, can get combined with Finnish talent and that they have similar visions when it comes to this, you know? And, yeah. and it's like a perfect uh, proof, a perfect example on how like uh, this unites both cultures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: All right. But yeah. And uh, if you. if anybody wants to um, follow you uh, on on Instagram and stuff, uh, where, where can they find you?
1: In Instagram, uh, you can find me like Daphne with F underscore JAL or J-A-L. And it would be lovely to have the chance to meet up with more metalheads or to get to know new people who are into this kind of music or who want to come to Finland to, to get to know more about this. And I love I love to make new friends, especially <laughs> music lovers and metal heads. I, it's one of my also one of my biggest passions. I, I love I love to to network.
0: So yeah. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Hopefully, uh hopefully that'll help you connect with some more more like minded people. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Well thanks again for, for coming on and uh well, moika. Moi moi. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts and other podcast providers. For more information, follow our Instagram at mastering.finland.podcast, subscribe to our monthly newsletter and keep an eye on our website, masteringfinland.com. Have a nice day and good luck with your own Mastering Finland story. Bye.